Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's a Grimar Sports on a Sunday morning. Goldschmidt swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Grimar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Billiken win! Billiken win! Now, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Sports on a Sunday Morning. Uh, you may notice that I'm not Tom Ackerman. I'm Mike Claiborne filling in for Tom, and we're going to have some fun over the next two hours. We're going to have fun all day because not only do we have sports on a Sunday morning, we have a huge soccer show that comes up after us, uh, and that goes from noon till 2. And then we'll have uh, Kansas City Chiefs football. I don't know if it gets any better than that on a Sunday afternoon. So uh, if you're looking for some sports and entertainment, we have it all for you set up here on X. Let's get into it a little bit. Busy day yesterday in the world of sports locally. We had Missouri playing up in Columbia. They, uh, for homecoming, they defeat South Carolina. They're 7-1. I'll say it again. Missouri Tigers are 7-1. And, and while I know when you look at the schedule initially, you say, well, you know, maybe they should be. And you're right. Maybe they should be. But that that's not something we've said in a long time. So kudos to them. They have the week off. They'll get ready to go to Georgia to take on the Bulldogs after this bye week. And obviously Georgia hasn't lost a game in a couple of years, and they're still a pretty good team. They they look more beatable this year, but you just never know. Maybe they play to the level of competition. So Missouri will have time to get themselves prepared for the Ju- University of Georgia in a couple of weeks and um, may the best team win. Busy night here in St. Louis, downtown St. Louis, SC City. Uh, they had a game last night, losing to Seattle, the final regular season game of the season. And uh, they'll go into playoff mode, and we'll find out who, when, and where here very soon as far as who they're going to host uh, in the first round. So that'll be fun. Looking forward to seeing how the game changes. So we'll visit with their manager, Lutz Von Steele, uh, a little later in the show and talk some soccer with him. Also, the St. Louis Blues, they rebounded last night from a disappointing loss on Thursday. They beat the always pesky Pittsburgh Penguins, for those of you who remember Gus Kyle. Uh, 4-2, good win last night. And certainly, when you think about the Blues, uh, Jordan Bennington is playing as well as I think we've seen him play in quite some time. Uh, He's going to need some help, though. And we'll talk with Jamal Mayers about that a little later. Uh, I love the start of Jordan Bennington. Not excited about some other starts yet, but it's very, very early. So we have plenty of time to see just who this hockey team is for 2023-24. Also, we'll talk with Chris May a little later and talk with him about what's going on at St. Louis U. They open up a brand new facility. The basketball teams are practicing. This fall sports are underway. 
always something going on down at St. Louis U. So we'll visit with Chris May about that a little later. You, I mentioned we're going to visit with Lutz Foner Steele a little later. We'll also talk with Howard Richards about the University of Missouri and what's going on with them as they win yesterday. And as we mentioned, they have South Carolina coming up. And as I also mentioned, we'll talk with Jamal Mayers a little later about the Blues and some of the other things the Blues are doing community-wise in St. Louis. So we'll have that to discuss a little later in the show. As we mentioned earlier, we have the Kansas City Chiefs on tap for the day. And I have to tell you, you know, watching the games, I don't know if I'm really ex- as excited because, I mean, there just aren't as many interesting matchups. And, and I'll give you a good example. I think we all felt like Detroit was going to be better. They're 5-1. and one. Okay, and they play Baltimore. That should be a very spirited game for a lot of different reasons. But when you look at some of the other games on the schedule, you say, okay, Vegas and Chicago. Nah, probably not. Then you look down the road, you see Arizona and Seattle. Nah, I don't think so. And there just so many games like that. There was a time when Buffalo and New England would be must-watch. Not anymore because New England is not very good. And now the injury bug is starting to really bite some teams. And, you know, you just don't have that wiggle room in the NFL when it comes to salaries is concerned. So you're kind of stuck with what you have, with who you have. And that doesn't always make for the best of games. But with that said, uh, we still have some games down the road. I think this should be fun. But we'll start off today with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, they have their hands full this afternoon uh, as they have a game this afternoon. And uh, it'll be San Diego or L.A., and uh, we'll see how things unfold between those two premier quarterbacks. Baseball, a lot to talk about on that front. Uh, are you enjoying the playoffs? I have to tell you, this is the most postseason baseball I've ever watched without the Cardinals being involved in it. And I will say this, it's been very entertaining. And I think there's one common denominator. If you pitch, you play. If you don't pitch, you watch games or listen to them on the radio because that's what it's come down to. And when you look at the two teams in Philadelphia and Houston who have leads in their respective races, uh, we could have a rematch, it looks like. And you know what? They can both pitch. They both have solid lineups. Defensively, they don't throw it away. And they've been some entertaining games, I will say that. So we'll see how things unfold uh, a little later. And we're going to talk with John Denton here in just a bit from MLB.com to get his thoughts not only on what postseason is all about, but what are the Cardinals doing? Kind of quiet. And that's normal at this time of the year because of the fact that uh, teams don't like to upstage the postseason. I get it. You'll see you'll see a few things start to trickle through from time to time. Like earlier in the week, uh, Miami's general manager decided to move on. Yeah, it was that was big news. But normally, we kind of keep it quiet until after the World Series when things really start to pick up. And I think things will pick up a lot sooner than later this year because I don't know if there are a lot of good players free agency wise out there. So if you don't have a lot of them, you better try and sign them as soon as you can. So a lot of things going on, on that front. So we'll talk with John Denton of MLB.com in just a bit. So we invite you to stand by. This is Sports on a Sunday Morning. I'm Mike Claiborne filling in for Tom Ackerman. We will be back and talk some baseball after this. Welcome back to the Gray Bar Sports on a Sunday Morning. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Graybar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Billikens win. Billikens win. Once again, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. Welcome back, everyone. Mike Claiborne here filling in for Tom Ackerman. Let's get right to it. Standing by, he's with MLB.com. He's covered the Cardinals for the last couple of years. Always good to talk either baseball or basketball with John Denton. John, how are you? I'm doing great, Claib. Thanks, thanks for having me. Well, it's good to have you on board, sir. As I mentioned in, in the previous segment, it's kind of quiet on the Cardinal front, and obviously postseason play has a lot to do with that. And we don't see a lot of things that take place uh, before the World Series is over with. But what are some of the whispers you might be hearing? Well, Clay's, uh, you know, there, there's a burning desire within this organization to figure it out, to, to you know, to make sure that last year was a one-off, that, you know, there there have been meetings, there's lots of planning going on, there's a plan of attack, how they want to address this thing. Uh, you know, they're, they're also checking in on uh, injured players. Uh, there, there's three or four guys who had surgery, Alec Burleson, Dylan Carlson, those guys. But but mainly it's it's about planning for this offseason because we all know this is one of the biggest offseasons in maybe, you know, the last 10 or 15 years. The Cardinals know they have to get this right. They, they have to get this thing corrected. They have to go out and get pitching. So, it is a big, big offseason, and I think there's a burning desire within the organization to, to turn this thing around. I couldn't agree with you more. This is probably the biggest offseason we've had in at least 10 to 15 years. Uh, but with that said, you mentioned pitching. How do you get it? How do you fix pitching? Because when you look at the free agent market, there's a, there's a few guys that are intriguing. But I always ask the question, and, and I'll give you a good example. You know, I know Aaron Nola's a guy that everybody talks about. Mm-hmm. So if you're Aaron Nola, what what makes St. Louis attractive to you when you're on a team that's already been to the World Series once and may go back again, and they've shown the ability to spend money? So what do you what's going to be the sizzle for the Cardinals when they go out and try and attract free agents other than the extra year in the contract and just money completely? Yeah, you know, just because a guy's a free agent doesn't mean you can automatically sign him. I mean, you're going to be competing against others, and you're going to be competing against a Phillies team that's in no hurry to lose a guy that, you know, puts them in position to, 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 to get to a World Series again. Uh, so it's, you know, it's not a slam dunk just because a guy's a free agent. And, you know, the Cardinals have to sell their culture, their, their winning history, uh, a chance to play with Paul Goldschmidt and, and Nolan Arenado. Uh, chance to play in front of a fan base that's going to be loyal to you, uh, things like that. 
but you know they're they're going to have to overpay, Mike. It's 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 as simple as that. You know they they've got to reevaluate their model for pitching. That you know in the NBA, if you don't have a point guard, you don't matter. In the NFL, if you don't have a quarterback, <laughs> you don't matter. And in, in baseball, if you don't have pitching, you don't matter. They ha- they're going to have to spend for pitching. They're going to have to spend dollars for free agents, and they're going to have to spend in terms of prospects in trades to get to get pitchers. It's it's that simple. They're going to have to overspend in a, in a variety of ways to make sure they go in the next season with pitching. John Denton of MLB.com is our guest here on KMOX. And, John, you know, when we talk about pitching, everybody talks about starting pitching. Mm-hmm. I think you, you might want to focus on the bullpen. And, and I think the <laughs> best example I can use is as I look at these teams that are in postseason right now, the reason why they're there is because they have lights out bullpens that have been able to, to, to shore that gap between inning seven and nine, not inning five through nine, like we've seen mm-hmm. some teams. You, you, you just can't have starters go out and give you five or the third. You, you have to go deeper, and, but you have to have a bullpen to back them up. Yes, yeah, no doubt about it. And, you know, Mike, for, for all that Dave Dombrowski has done in Philly, you know, adding Trey Turner and, and Schwarber and, and Bryce Harper and guy after guy and making that lineup great. He went out and solidified that bullpen this year. I mean, the Phillies are where they are because they have a really deep and good bullpen. They have all kinds of guys uh, who can face different kind of hitters and different kind of situations. Uh, and the Cardinals, you know, a lot of the Cardinals' problems this year, I know there's been so much focus on starting pitching. Their bullpen was really down. And, you know, it, it, it's hard. Bullpens are, are, are so volatile from year to year. Just because you were great one year doesn't mean you're going to be great the next. Just because you're bad one year doesn't mean you're going to be bad the next. Uh, you know, the Cardinals only blew 16 saves two years ago, uh, you know, when they made the playoffs and lost to the Phillies. This past season, it was 30, uh, 32, I think, the blown saves, somewhere in that range. Uh, you know, so it just from year to year, it's very hard to tell. Uh, if a guy's going to be effective, if a guy's going to stay healthy. But, you know, as the Cardinals found out, like, there's there's nothing more backbreaking. How many times this year did they lead a game six innings, seven innings, and then, you uh, know, have, have, have it blown in the seventh or eighth inning? Like, like that just oh, kills yeah. the morale of a team. Hey, are you enjoying the postseason? Uh, I have to tell you, I have to tip my cap to Philadelphia. Uh, they went out and spent a ton of money on free agents mm-hmm. and, and for the most part it's worked but then when you look around you look at their roster and you look at their starting eight six of the eight guys were a former first round draft choices okay yeah. and they may have come from different organizations like schwarber and Cassianos and uh bryce harper and and trey turner well trey turner wasn't first round yeah he was uh yeah. but point being six former first round picks. So, you know, you throw in the ones that they have of their own at their, their second baseman and their third baseman that they developed within their own organization. Mm-hmm. They're doing something right over there other than just spending money. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I kind of mentioned it earlier. Like I think Dave Dombrowski is a hall of famer. I think, you know, I mean, what he built the Marlins, he built the Red Sox, he built the Tigers. Now he's building a dynasty in Philly. If they can, you know, win one this year, maybe. Uh, They've hit on everything. I mean, Aranola, I think, was maybe number seven overall pick. Uh, Wheeler was a guy who only had two kind of half-decent seasons with the Mets. They were wise to to go get him, you know, stole him out of of the division, which is so hard to do in this game. Uh, Like you said, they they hit on Stott. They hit on Bohm, two first-round picks. And then you supplement it with free agents. I mean, that's kind of the model these days is 
you got to hit on your picks, and then you got to go supplement in, in areas where you don't, you know, maybe maybe you miss on a pick. You got to go supplement with a free agent. You know, I think they're giving a lot of baseball kind of a roadmap of how to how to build a team. Is you got to hit on your picks, and then where you're short, you go spend money in free agency. I mean, that's that's probably a a path that the Cardinals will look to, uh, you know, to follow this all season. Hey, I want to go back to the Cardinals for a second. One of the bigger items of conversation in St. Louis, he comes down to one word, Yachty. Uh, uh-huh. your, your thoughts on whether he will be part of this uh, staff, and I don't know what capacity, but, you know, obviously they're, they're, where there's smoke, there's fire. Uh, yeah. Give me your thoughts on what that situation might look like. Well, anytime you can have a winner of Yachty's quality around, you know, you, you jump all over that. You know, John Mosellock knows that. Everybody in St. Louis knows that, that any team that has Yachty or Molina on it is a better team because of it. You know, I think, Mike, it just comes down to commitment. You know, how much does Yachty want to do this? Does he want to do it 162 games a year? Does he want to do it 82? Does he want to just work in spring training? Uh, you know, I think it comes down to finding out, you know, where his his level of commitment to this is. Uh, you know, we all know he was pretty beat up pretty bad. That that last year was rough on him. His knee was killing him. Uh, you know, he he'd done this so long. I think he needed a year away from baseball. And, you know, we all know, like, if you can have him in spring training for six weeks working with Wilson Contreras, Wilson Contreras will be a better catcher because of it. And, you know, I, I, I do really believe that Yachty will be back in some capacity. It's just right now it's, it's, it's determining, you know, how much does he have left to give? How much does he want to do this? Uh, I think he'll be a manager at some point. It's just he's got to kind of recharge the batteries, get away from it, and figure out how much he wants to pour back into this. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think you have to step away from this game for a little bit just to recharge the battery. Uh, so that's going to be something we'll pay attention to. And, and you you touch on something with regard to how much of a commitment because you're around these players and coaches every day and you see what time they get there. You see what time they leave. I mean, this is not the easiest job uh, being a coach, being a bench coach. It doesn't make a difference what your role is. It is Mm -hmm. very time consuming and it can wear you down if you don't watch out. And it'll be interesting to see what that commitment from Yachty might be if he's extended. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mike, we all know that Yachty was part of that early morning crew in spring training. Like This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You know, and those days in Jupiter, there were days where he was leaving at 930 because he had already been there since six in the morning. Uh, you know, he's a guy who likes to get his work in early, uh, gets his work in. So, you know, it, it's long days, it's early mornings, it's late nights, it's, uh, you know, 
a lot of a lot of my buddies tell me, "Oh, you got the greatest job in the world." And I said, "Yeah," but I get there at two thirty <laughs> in the afternoon and I leave at midnight when there's nobody left. So you, you know go. that kind of blows people away. But players and coaches are the same way. There's a lot of twelve, fourteen hour days. There's a lot of days, a lot of nights when Mike Claiborne rolls in at two thirty in the morning after a long road trip. Like it's it, it, it's a it's a tough life. It's a grind, and and you know I, I think it did Yachty a lot of good to kind of stay away from it for a year. He did a really good job of. You know, staying away from it and recharging his batteries. But I could totally see a scenario where he's, you know, revived from having a year off and ready to dive back into this thing. All right, final question for John Denton of MLB.com for us. Two questions. One, give me a story that once the uh, postseason is over with, we might want to start paying closer attention to. And who do you like in the NBA this year? Give me the two finalists. Um, let's see a, a story we want to start paying attention to. I mean, it's, it's, it's pitching, Mike. I, I think, you know, where does Blake Snell end up? Does Nola leave? Do, you know, does Philly win? If Philly wins at all, maybe they let Nola leave. Uh, you know, it, it's all about those, those top starting pitchers. Uh, how much money does Sonny Gray get? Uh, you know, we, we all know Nola's what, 31, Sonny Gray's 33. Can, can organizations commit four and five years to guys on the wrong side of 30? So, you know, I think I think pitching's going to dominate the off season. That's going to be the top storyline. Uh, as far as the NBA, um, let's see. You know, I'm I, I'm a big proponent of the Warriors. Uh, I, I really like the Warriors, but man, what the Suns have done is is impressive. Uh, you know, St. Louis may get to see Bradley Beal in the finals uh, this year, and I've told people for years, Bradley Beal. If Bradley Beal was on a great team, he would be considered a top ten player in the NBA. And I'm really excited to see Bradley Beal play on a good team that's trying to win, and I think the rest of the league's going to see how good he is. I'll, I'll take the Phoenix Suns right now. You know, I'm I'm kind of I lean towards the Warriors because I love Steve Kerr, I love Stephen Curry. They're about all the right things, but man, that that Suns team has put together a heck of a team. And yeah, you know, but they can't guard Louis, anybody. I, yeah, just they, for they, St. Louis, I hope I hope I get to see Bradley Beal and, and Kevin Durant and Devin Booker win the thing this year. Sounds like a plan. Hey, John, as always, it's good to visit with you. I'm sure we will cross paths, uh, if not before, certainly at the winter meetings. And uh, if anything breaks, folks, I always tell you, go check out John Denton at MLB.com. He'll have it for you. You're the best, Clay. Thanks so much. Thank you, sir. Take care. All right, that's John Denton of MLB.com. When we come back, let's find out what's going on over at St. Louis Shoe. We'll have a chance to visit with the athletic director, Chris May. A lot of things happening, and we'll find out a lot more in detail when we come back on KMOX. Once again, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. And we continue, everyone. Uh, I'm Mike Claiborne, filling in for time. We go back to the guest line and standing by as the athletic director at St. Louis University. It's always good to visit with Chris May. Chris, good morning, sir. Good morning, Claves. How you doing this morning? I am doing well. Uh, not as well as you because you have so much going on on campus. Uh, you opened up a new facility recently we'll talk about. Also, when you think about basketball season is, is around the corner, the practices have already started, your fall sports are underway. So where would you like to start? Well, uh, you hit it, Claves. We've got a lot going right now. And uh, But I was listening to your earlier caller, Phoenix Suns. How about Jordan Goodwin? That's right. He's going to be on the team as well. uh, Is right in the mix, but uh, we couldn't be more proud of Jordan. He's he's done the work to earn the right to play at the highest of levels, so we're all fired up for Jordan. But, yeah, we've got – there's a lot going on on campus today right now, Claves. We've got – your fall sports are are getting into postseason. Our our winter sports are practicing, getting ready to get back at it. 
We've got spring sports that are training, getting their fall balls done. So uh, it's an exciting time. But as you mentioned, we are unbelievably blessed to have uh, cut the ribbon on the O'Loughlin Family Champion Center. Uh, we'll start moving in the end of this week. Um, and and that's, a, that's a project that's taken us. Uh, we put a lot of time and energy into that. And I welcome all Billiken fans to come and take a tour and see it. It, uh, it really is going to separate our program from many. And, and it was a... Uh, it came about from our community really rallying around our vision to put Billiken student athletes in the best position to compete at the highest levels. And so Bob O'Loughlin, who you know well, he and his family really helped helped start the push. And then, yeah, Jim Cavanaugh, Worldwide Technology. I mean, you go on down the line, the whole community really rallied around our vision and helped make it happen. And so we are unbelievably proud to uh, put our student athletes it's interesting Clay. so it's not open yet but on a regular basis we've got student athletes in there uh figuring out how to use the technology way better than i can uh, <laughs> I, I was i was doing a tour last sunday showing somebody through the building and there were some students in the study area and there's these big screens in there shoot Clay's, i'd have a hard time turning one on i go in there and they've got the NFL game on the left half of the screen, and they've got a PowerPoint on the right half studying. I'm like, that's the way students do it nowadays. But, uh, no, it's a, it, it's a really a great asset for us and for recruiting and for all of our students, and we couldn't be – couldn't be more proud of the community and what they were, what they've done to put us in position, put that facility in place. And I'd love to give you the nickel tour next time you're in Midtown. I will make it my business to check it out. You know, it's it's amazing uh, how important facilities are to young athletes these days. And if your your program doesn't have something that's reasonably close to state of the art, you're probably not going to be in contention for a lot of good players. And it's amazing, Chris. They're on campus for four, perhaps five years, and uh, you would think they they were going to be there forever. But you know, it's one of those situations where you have to have it. And if you don't, it's just it, it's just like night and day. I would think at this point. And that four years goes so quick, so quick. I mean, you you know, when your kids went through college, it it is a blink and it happens. And so how we put those young people in position every day to get a great education, to compete in their respective sports at the highest levels, and then, uh, you know, learn how to give back to our community. That's That's what we try to do every day. And, you know, that's what that facility will focus on. But today we've got our, our women's soccer team uh, plays for the – a-10 regular season championship in uh, Philadelphia here in, a, in an hour and a half. Uh, Katie Shields and that team, they've won five A-10 championships in a row, led by All-Americans, all local St. Louis preps, Lindsey Heckle, Abby Miller, and Emily Percelli. you got three kids uh, coming back. We're all All-Americans who are leading that team, uh, amongst others. So it is, uh, it's a big day for our women's soccer program. Hopefully they can get the win, and then they will host. Uh, they're already, they've already – solidified the number one seed so they'll play at home next friday in the quarters of the a10 tournament and then the following week the semis and finals if we're fortunate enough to take care of business they'll be at home the whole way so uh katie shields has done a great job with our program it's a top 25 program year in and year out and uh today today's a big one for them um last night we are oh go ahead Clive. 
I was, I was just going to say, I'm going to give you some credit here, too. Since you've been at St. Louis, you as the athletic director, you've turned over coaches and things of that nature, but each one of your programs has found themselves in postseason play, if not become a perennial champion within the conference. And I think that says a lot about you and, and the support you've been able to receive from the administration to truly upgrade the entire program and not just one particular sport. Well, Mike, uh, you hit it on the head. You can't do it without – your leadership support. You and I have talked about this. You and I talked about it in high school gyms back in the day. I remember. I was <laughs> You're right. About I'm like, man, we, we, we spent more time in high school basketball gyms together talking about this exactly that. Um, but uh, yeah, you can't do it without that. And we are very, very blessed from president Postello to chairman of the board, Conrad to, uh, on down the line, our leadership, our vice presidents are all in line helping us deliver for our student athletes. And so we're, we've got that, we've got a lot of momentum and we're, we're really, really fortunate and blessed. We, uh, we've got good coaches, we've got good teams and, uh, our young, our young people come here. They know what they're going to get when they, they get an education at SLU and they get a chance to compete. And so last year we had, you know, we had teams win six championships and, uh, it's, uh, it's an exciting time to be around, but today, today's a big day for women's soccer. Uh, the men are sitting in second. They tied a tough Dayton team last night. Uh, they've got a couple home. They've got a home game left Tuesday, and then they go on the road before the tournament starts. We hope to host the A10 tournament with the men as well. Kevin Kalish, as you know, is a unbelievable um, coach. Uh, great community connections. He, uh, we've got we've got the number one recruiting class. We're going to have the number one recruiting class two years in a row with our men. Uh, so we're very, very excited about about what those guys are doing. Then you got other fall sports. Our volleyball team, Andrea Beatty, we've got huge crowds that have been coming to see the volleyball team. Field hockey got a big win on Friday over Lock Haven. Cross country kids are running. So there's just a there's a lot of excitement on campus right now. And then and then hoops. We uh, our it's our a different women, look. Our, our women right now, Clabes. Uh, I texted with Rebecca Tillett. Uh, and she's playing Indiana today in a scrimmage. Indiana's preseason number nine. And uh, so she's got a great team. And Travis's team, uh, we're going to play Kentucky Wesleyan on Tuesday night. And it, it is a totally different look. You know, you got Gibson Jimerson back preseason, first team all A-10. You've got Sincere Parker, who uh, we had an open scrimmage Friday. And he, uh, I was there for about three quarters of it. And I saw him miss like one shot. Um, TJ Hardgrove is going to be a cornerstone on this team. And he uh, he's starting to look like the TJ of old. He just looks great. Um, Larry Hughes Jr. is growing and getting better and better. We had a we had an open practice for some people the other night, and he came off a screen and elevated. And I looked at Earl Austin Jr. I'm like, okay, Larry Jr.'s back. I mean, he uh, he is really doing well. Kellen Thames. And then you got a bunch of new kids. you got eight new kids from high school kids, yeah. the internationals. Um, so there's going to be a lot of moving parts in the first month or so, but we, we like our nucleus um, and really a talented group of kids that what I really enjoy being around is they just hustle. They just work their tails off. And in college sports, that's, that's a, that's a good place to start. It's a very good place to start. Chris May is our guest. He's the athletic director at St. Louis university here on KMOX. And Chris, you know, with the NIL and the portal, 
uh, all having a significant impact on college sports. Uh, what do you see down the road for the NCA and, and what they'll have to tackle? Because there are a lot of balls in the air, whether it's realignment, uh, conference moving around, uh, you know, they're, they're talking about maybe just geographically setting up conferences. You have the football side, you have the basketball side, you have to figure out how the Olympic sports are going to compete if you're going to travel across country. So what do you see being some of the, the, the next challenges the NCAA may have in front of them that, that athletic directors and presidents like yourself are going to have to deal with? Well, Clibs, it's a great question. And I'm really, really fortunate to sit on the uh, NCAA council. So I get uh I probably get up close and personal to some of the issues uh, more than than many, but uh, the number one issue right now uh, is and will be for the next 24 to 36 months is this the NIL space and how we get this we get some parameters around it. And uh, there's a lot of work going on in DC right now um, to get some federal guidelines. That uh, I mean, right now you've got. You've got 50 states, you've got 32 of them, of which have different NIL um, uh, parameters out there. And, and as a membership organization, that's no way to, to try and manage where you're going. So Charlie Baker, the new CEO of the NCAA, is a very former governor of Massachusetts um, and uh, was a highly successful governor, uh, Republican governor of Massachusetts. So if you can do that, you've got some chops. And uh, Charlie's working hard in D.C. to try and get some help. Now, many will, will tell you if you're sitting back waiting for uh, D.C. to clean up your organization, you got some challenges. That would be an, <laughs> that would be an understatement, Clay. I would agree with um, you on that. That would be an understatement. But there are some really, really good people who are trying to uh, weigh in and and put some parameters around it. I think what we'll see very soon is. We'll see um, some NCA uh, guidelines around registry with agents. I think there's going to be some protections for student athletes who, in signing deals, give them some protection. I yeah. think we'll, I think we'll see some standard contracts so kids know here's what a real contract should look like because there are some people who got into some bad deals for kids. Um, but I, I I also believe NIL is here 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 to stay, and I think. Uh, helping young people be out there and monetize their name, image, and likeness and really be engaged in the economic benefits of college sport is a good thing. And so you know, getting some guidelines around it, I think, makes a lot of sense. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I also feel somebody's got to step in and make sure these athletes understand the other liabilities that come with NIL, i.e. taxes. I mean, yeah, you know, it's it's nice right. to have that check in your hand, but all of a sudden at some point you're going to have to pay taxes on some of this income. And we're going to have a guy, Chris, I was having fun with somebody the other day. We're going to have a first round draft choice. that's going to be so deep in the hole from the NIL money that he will be end up signing away part of his signing bonus uh, when he gets to the next league to the IRS because they're going to get their money. Yeah. And I think that somebody has to step in and make sure that there's some sort of regulation of checks and balances to make sure that this thing doesn't spiral out of control. Really some protections for those students. And I think that's going to be the first step that's going to happen uh, to really help them and help, help our student athletes understand about withholding and understanding, you know, we're going to give you the, we're going to give you a free lease on a truck, but it's actually going to cost you about 350 a month in tax. 
And so um, there's there's a lot of protection uh, pieces that I think are coming that are going to do nothing but help young people guide themselves and help people guide them. There's also, I think, going to be some significant, uh, you know, registry issues with agents. There's agents all over yeah. the place, uh, some better than others, um, that are helping young people that are that are, that are going to have some uh, some steps to go through in order to be in the, in the game. But I, I think uh, it, big picture, Claves, here's what I'll tell you. In 5, 10, 15, 20 years, um, Division One athletics or college athletics is still going to be rolling. I can guarantee you in 10, 20 years, the Billikens will be playing high-level basketball and soccer. It might look a little different, but um, you've got uh, an industry, you've got organizations, you've got communities that uh, – are invested in helping young people get their education and go play sports. And uh, I, I, and there's never been a better time to be a student athlete. Trust me. What these young people, the facilities, the resources, and the experiences that these young people are having today is off the charts. I mean, it is unbelievable what these young people are able to do today, not only in the NIL space, but going out in the internship space and in the, education and then the travel and all those pieces there has never been a better time to be a student athlete and so i am unbelievably bullish on the experiences that both men and women title nine 50 years old it has come to i mean look what's happening on the women's side and i'm really encouraged and excited about that it is starting to you and i talked about it last time we spoke yeah you're right uh, in, you're right in the marketplace uh companies have are, have found that investing in women's sports is a, they can get a significant return. This isn't just a, this isn't just a gift anymore. This is a flat out business decision where they're getting significant returns. So I, I think it's a great, great time to be in division one athletics and our student athletes are having unbelievably good experiences. Chris May, St. Louis University Athletic Director, as always, it's great to visit with you, sir. Uh, good luck with your sports teams, and uh, may they go long into postseason. And I'll see you in the very near future to take a tour of this very impressive facility, from what I'm told. All right, Clay. Hey, I appreciate it. Have a great day. You do the same, sir. He is Chris May. He is with St. Louis University. I am Mike Claiborne with KMOX. We will take a break, come back, and kind of get you set up for hour number two. That includes some soccer talk, some hockey talk, and old some Mizzou talk. And we'll find some other things to weave in as well. So we invite you to stick around. We'll be back with more on The Voice of the Cardinals and St. Louis University Billikens, KMOX. Welcome back, everybody. It is our number one of sports on a Sunday morning. I'm Mike Claiborne. And don't forget, coming up in the next hour, we'll have a little soccer talk, a little Mizzou talk. And certainly we'll talk some blues. But in the meantime, the blues won last night. Craig Berube, well, he was a little happier with the uh, performance of his team from last night compared to Thursday. I think the guys really, um, you know, <clears throat> kept the foot on the gas and continued to play the way we wanted to play the game. Um, overall, we had real good structure in our own end. Um, kept it to the outside for the most part. Ate a lot of pucks. Played, played, played a good hockey game. Todd, when he's moving like that, is that just a product of uh, the way he skates and the way he Yeah, he's like I talked about before with him. He's a strong skater, you know. He's got good speed, straight ahead, you know. Solid game from him. Was it just 
about driving the net with him too and getting to those? Well, that's what he does for them guys. You know, he's always going to the net and uh, opens things up for them. And like he's 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 he scores a lot of goals around that net. That's where he scores his goals. You haven't had a lot from offensively away from that shen line. Did you see them get involved in neighbors? Yeah, it was a good captain. I thought played a strong game. Um, some good things. Could have had a couple himself, but you know they played a strong game against the Malkin line. I thought they did a good job. Craig Berube from last night. We thank our friends from Bally Sports Midwest uh, for those highlights. You know, it, it, it as it's early in the season. It's very, very early. And we're, we're all trying to figure out who's who and what they can do. Uh, it's a good start that your goaltending has been solid. Uh, I think uh, when you can hear people compliment Colton Pareko and, and how he's faring, I think that's also a good sign. And there's some other players that you're starting to – you're waiting on them to get – jump started whether it's Jordan Cairo or Robert Thomas there's some other players that are certainly getting the ice time to, to warrant them being uh, on the first or second lines and even a third line I, I think they're still trying to figure some things out so for those of you who want to push the panic button let's hold off on that for a bit I think this will be a good road trip for the Blues to, to find out who they are I mean this is not what you don't confuse them with the, the the 77 Canadians, okay? I mean, this this is not a team loaded with Hall of Famers. Uh, they're going to have to play a certain style and play it a certain way. Uh, you know, there, there are teams that you know the Blues are going to have to skate with. There are other teams they're going to have to be in good position with defensively. Uh, and if you have a combination of both, then I think you can find yourself competing in more games. But they've got to tighten some things up defensively. There's no question about it. And it's not just the sixth defenseman. The forwards have to come back and contribute as well. And I know they're trying to implement a new defensive system, and that's fine. Have no problem with that. I think that's going to take time. I think anytime you're trying to implement something new, you can do as much as you want in practice. I get that. But you have to be able to make sure that this same thing carries over to game game time as well. And that's something that I think they're going to still have to figure out along the way. And maybe this road trip will give them a good test to see just how far they've come along since they've decided to go in a different direction. And they have to th have to stay healthy. This is a team that doesn't have a lot of what you call uh, NHL-ready depth. Okay, we have some young players that maybe will, will shine at some point. But if they go down with a bunch of injuries, this thing could get a little interesting, and, and we don't need that at this point. Let's just go out and play with what, what you have to play with. Uh, Bushnevich is going to make the road trip, so hopefully they'll have him back in the lineup. So it, it should be something we should all pay attention to, but let's not get carried away one way or the other. I'm not advocating finding out what time playoff tickets go on sale, and I'm not advocating on who's going to be – if the Blues are going to be in the lottery. Somewhere in between, I think there's a lot we can learn about this hockey club, so let's just stay tuned and see how things unfold. Uh, with regard to other items going on, we talked with John Denton about baseball. and I, You know, I've been saying this for a while. This, this Cardinal pitching search has to go in, in multiple directions, and I think you have to be creative. I know it's easy to say, let's go out and spend money on free agents. I don't think it's as easy as you think. I think you also have to look at whether you're going to find competent, competent trade partners. And maybe that trade partner is looking to deal a number two guy that maybe has some time left uh, that's controllable. Kind of like what we saw with, uh, with Jordan Montgomery, where you had him, you rented him, 
you were able to move him. You got some prospects. We don't know if these guys can play or not, but we'll find out. You know, the one guy that we did get from Texas accounted for himself well out of the bullpen as a lefty, so we'll see what he can do uh, next year. But overall, you, you have to go about this via the trade, potential free agency, and maybe there's a player or two in the Far East that you might want to look at as well. But it's not just starting pitching, as I said earlier. You better have some people in the bullpen. So uh, how creative the Cardinals get? Well, we're going to find out. Uh, in, I, I'm of the belief that it'll happen sooner than later. You know, sometimes you want to set the market and just kind of get a feel for what's going to be what. I don't think you're in a position to worry about what the market looks like. Make your move. Now you have to have two to tango. You may have a player that may want to see what the market looks like and, and may want to hold off before he makes a commitment. But I don't think you can stand back and, and wait for somebody to get signed and then say, okay, now we know what the market's like. Hey, set the market, go get your players and get ready for spring training is how I would look at things on that front. Um, when you talk about soccer, I know City lost last night. It was 2 nothing. Seattle's a good team. Uh, and, you know, I'm wondering, and we'll have a chance to talk with Lutz here in just a bit, about how you prepare and keep people sharp at this time of the year. First of all, it's a long season. You know, we, we talk about the NBA and the NHL having long seasons, and we know baseball has 162 regular season games. This thing started, what, did it start back in February? And here we are in, in uh, October. And we're just getting to the playoffs. So a lot of things go on. I'm anxious to see what the preparation is going to be like, especially as we've learned an expansion team. A lot of guys haven't gone through this yet. So it'll be fun to watch how things adjust from what we saw last night to their next encounter against a, a competent playoff team. So that, that should be fun. Uh, when it comes to fun, if you're a Mizzou fan, I'm not sure if it gets any better for you until you get to the conference championship. And obviously, you have some work to go. You have some work to do on that front. But it's fun to talk about a 7-1 Missouri team. And, and while I'm not big on rankings, I start to get bigger on rankings toward the end of October. It'll be interesting to see where they finish this week as the rankings are going to be announced a little later today. When we come back, we'll have uh, some soccer some hockey, some football to talk about. And of course, we'll have some other things to address and it comes your way right here on KMOX. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 